Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to read some sobering words in chapter 34 of Isaiah, and they are going to be about God's judgment against the people who oppose Him. We're going to take a break tomorrow and do a special devotion for Inauguration Day here in the United States. You want to tune in for that. And then the next day, we're going to be in chapter 35 of Isaiah, which talks about God's vindication of his people with everlasting happiness. So we're going to hear a a rough message today for the opponents of God, the people who don't receive his grace. And we're going to hear a very encouraging message in a couple days for the people who do. Let's read chapter 34, 1 through 5, and then we're going to go 8 through 10, and it'll give you a feel for the whole chapter. Draw near, O nations, to hear, and give attention, O peoples. Let the earth hear and all that fills it, the world and all that comes from it. The Lord is enraged against the nations and furious against all their host. He has devoted them to destruction, has given them over for slaughter. Their slain shall be cast out, and the stench of their corpses shall rise. The mountains shall flow with their blood. All the hosts of heaven shall rot away, and the skies roll up like a scroll. All their hosts shall fall, as leaves fall from the vine, like leaves falling from the fig tree. For my sword has drunk its fill in the heavens. Behold, it descends for judgment upon Edom, upon the people I have devoted to destruction. Let's stop right there. This word Edom, God has devoted the people of Edom for destruction. Well, Edom represents the antithesis of God's people. Edom was a land that was kind of founded or tied to Esau. Jacob and Esau, remember the two brothers and Esau way back in Genesis and the Bible overview. If you haven't heard this yet or you don't know this, you should go back to our Bible overview and listen. Esau traded his birthright for a bowl of soup in a moment of stupidity. And then Jacob, his brother, also tricked his father Isaac into giving him the blessing instead of who it should have gone to, Esau. And so there was enmity between Jacob and his brother Esau. Jacob ended up being the son of the promise of God and the the lineage of God's people, Israel, and Esau ended up being opposed to God and became Edom. Edom is a place back then, and it also typifies any of the nations that are opposed to God. And this is just a brutal end for them. This is not good news. Let's finish with 8 through 10. For the Lord has a day of vengeance, a year of recompense for the cause of Zion, and the streams of Edom shall be turned into pitch, and her soil turned into sulfur. Her land shall become burning pitch. Night and day it shall not be quenched. Its smoke shall never shall go up forever. From generation to generation it shall lie waste. None shall pass through it forever and ever. So this is a very disastrous end for people who are opposed to God. We got to deal with this question again one more time, friends, so that you understand it. This is not a mean God who just wants to kill people and just spill blood because he's a psycho. This is a God who is holy, 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 and who cannot tolerate sin whatsoever. 
the fact that he has not carried out this judgment against every single human being who has ever been born on planet Earth because of the sin that we are born into is a sign of his grace. The fact that he has been patient, the fact that he has given a redemptive plan, which caused him to sacrifice his own son using the vehicle of the people of Israel throughout redemptive history to deliver Jesus Christ, this perfect God-man to the earth, the only person who never sinned, who therefore was never under his wrath because of sin that he committed, except he was placed under his wrath because the sin of humanity was placed on Jesus, and then he was punished for that sin on the cross. And then he rose from the dead three days later, defeating sin, death, and the power of the devil. The fact that God went through all of that so that even a few of us might be spared is immense, immense, immense grace. So much grace that it makes it clear to us that God's grace and compassion are actually outweigh his justice and his wrath, although they are all characteristics that he has. Friends, oh, I can't tell you how misleading and disturbing it is when I hear people of God, especially leaders in ministries and churches, suggest that God is not a God of wrath. He must be a God of wrath because he's holy, 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 and sin is very, very bad. He must punish sin, and that's what's going on here. But friends, He's made this opportunity to be spared from this punishment, from this judgment, available to anyone from any tribe, tongue, or nation who would put their faith in Christ and thereby receive his righteousness and be spared from this judgment. Some friends and I are going through on Sunday mornings a sermon series on the book of Revelation from a preacher named Phil Hopper. We actually have an interview with him on the CC podcast conversations that you should listen to. And Phil preached a sermon through Revelation back in 2017. And just last Sunday, we were in our living room on Sunday morning, listening to his sermon on hell. And it was similar to this. If you want to read about that stuff, go back to Revelation 20 and 21 and 22. You're going to see some of the same kind of thing being talked about. Judgment towards sinners and then blessing and peace and eternity and, and, and uh, heaven, new heavens and new earth for people who trust Christ. But it just landed on all of us like this is a serious, serious thing. And I bet you have people in your life who you don't like. There are people in my life who I don't like, public figures who I don't know personally. And there have been some people throughout my life personally who I just don't really jive with. And sometimes you wish the worst for those people secretly, but guys, this is, this is a terrible, awful, disastrous end. And we need to pray for our enemies, and we need to do what we can to help anybody and everyone who we love or even the ones we have a hard time loving turn to Christ and repent so that they can be forgiven, so they can be clothed with his righteousness, and so they can escape this punishment that is going to come to the opponents of God who are not redeemed. Lord, would you help us to have compassion on people who oppose you? Would you help us to be creative and prayerful about how we can reach out to them with the gospel? Lord, it's not for anything that we've done that you have saved those of us who trust you. We're so thankful for Christ, and we're thankful that you've opened our eyes to see him for who he is and allowed us to put our faith in him. Would you help us to be vehicles of that same redemption to others? We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.